Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Ollie. Uh, we were just talking about how we wanted to talk about Twin Flames Universe because I watched six episodes in one day of various documentaries <laughs> yes. about that cult. And Esther was telling me that she was starting to get sleepy in the second one. Yeah. Which I don't blame you. Because... Well, okay, so it's based on a podcast. I have to feel like we have the precursor this that we listened yeah. to this podcast like what three years ago? Well, yeah, I don't think it's based on a podcast, oh, but this that series on Netflix has a lot of overlapping yes. people. Yes, I felt like that one was like almost based on a podcast. It, I mean, maybe it's the same producers. That you, I'm excited for you to watch the Amazon Prime okay. one, which I made my sister give me her login information <laughs> to watch because I don't have Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Um, but I felt like both of them together were incredibly like they have such different vibes. Okay. Is it about the same couple but or just twin flames in general? Yeah, because it's the same cult. Okay. No, no, no. It's the same couple, but it's all different people that they're oh. talking to. And and also they are talking to a journalist who like spent time okay. with them, who wrote an article about them for Vanity oh, Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. like in 2020 or 2021. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So she's like like, they do a really good job of talking to people who've left the cult rather than people who are trying to get okay, their family okay. out of it, which is always yes. interesting. And so, but I thought the that the t- I don't think that I would have gotten as much out of it if I just had watched one instead of Okay, both. okay, because I only had time I for one I think they're yesterday. so yes, different. they are, <laughs> hopefully. I know, yeah, because not everyone can watch six <laughs> episodes of one TV show in one single day. <laughs> to be fair... Nathan was at a hockey game and I was bored <laughs> and he didn't get home till like midnight oh. because the game was an hour and a half oh. away. And so it was one of those things where I started it at like a reasonable uh-huh. hour. And then if I'd gone to bed at my regular time, I would Finish not it. have finished all six episodes. But I was like, well, I think maybe I'll just wait up for Nathan. I just ended up accidentally watching all six episodes. Well, no, not me watching three episodes of that documentary and then binging the next five episodes of the villain house or whatever it's called. House of Villains. House of Villains. So I <laughs> had the time. I love it when our TV... I know. I love it when our TV watching uh, like interest align yes. at the same time. It doesn't no. happen frequently. It does. I think it'll happen more now that you're back in the U.S. But the fact that both of us watched the Twin Flames universe and also binge watched House of Villains, uh, House of Villains, like in the same week. Is so well, great. it helps that like usually I don't watch TV because like I'm like doing stuff, so my attention can't be like on a TV show to right. follow a storyline or stuff. But you are. But knitting. I'm like sitting down knitting for like yeah. seven hours at a time. And I need something for my yeah, brain to do. Esther's family. <laughs> this is actually totally this your fault. This is kind of my fault. Esther's well, family moved up their gift exchange to Thanksgiving. It wasn't and my then suddenly fault. Thanksgiving is right I now. Just... <laughs> exactly. I didn't realize it Thanksgiving was next Nobody week. Nobody was yesterday. making decisions. Yes. Yes, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. No one was making decisions. Nobody was making decisions, so Esther had to step in. Yeah. And well, now and she still, has to knit for seven hours a day. But they still were making a decision yesterday because all of a sudden they were like, okay, what day do we want to do this on? Like we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You all agreed that we're doing it on Thanksgiving. Our Christmas things do not last until midnight. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone wants to be in bed by nine. Which is ideal. But let's just like Zoom. Like we'll I'll say if there's any more problems, we're just going to Zoom call this Christmas. Yeah. 
That's fine. You'll get your gift. And I think that's the other thing is that you're hand making a very intricate gift yes. for someone and probably other people right. are doing that. And so they don't give a shit, but you're like it to me, it makes a huge difference of if it's Friday right. or Sunday, because if it's Friday, I have to get way more stuff done in yes, a shorter exactly, amount of time. Exactly. And I'm like, it's, it's going to be done. Cause thankfully like I planned ahead of time and I know my own like knitting like pace but at the same time, it's like, yeah. why, why are we making this a big old drama when it doesn't need to be? <laughs> right. You should have, I mean, not to uh, allow J.K. Rowling oh, into, yeah. the row, into the room, but you should have just done a Molly Weasley and like just done his first initial giant <laughs> I on said the front. Because from- <laughs> Esther's, what Esther's knitting is so complex. Like it's so <laughs> delicate and complex. And I'm just like, girl. <laughs> I thought I was going to have until December. Okay. Colors. When I chose this. It was December. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I do love the idea of doing a sweater vest, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm considering, I'm like, okay, because I'm I, I'm showing Holly what it looks like. So I'm past the eyeballs now. I'm like, just like two yeah. white rows, and then it's going to be just like a V-neck. <laughs> and then we're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no, no sleeves. sleeves. <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I do every project, Esther. So I fully support that. I like the 80% method yeah. a lot. I mean, it's most the way finished. It's just going to be a little bit more tailored yeah. than a sweater. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like it. I Thank think you. that's a great Thank idea. Uh, okay, so I wanted to talk to you about oh, House yes, of yes. Villains, though, because I think that as people who really like, I mean, I'm, I'm known for liking yes. reality TV. Yes. I think that you are probably less... Like, I'm less passionate okay. about I'm certain less on modern reality TV shows like the I love money, which is probably of, why House of Villains. Yes, is perfect. because it hits that sweet spot of when like I was introduced to reality TV show like Johnny Fairplay. Know him. Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Know him. Like most of them. Like the only one I don't know is the yeah. girl from 90 Day Fiance. And Fisa. And Fisa. <laughs> I don't know. I only know by reputation. <clears throat> is it Shake or Shaq? <laughs> Shake, shake, shake. You know, yeah, shake. I think maybe that's the thing is that with modern reality, you keep up based on the conversation. Yes. yes. Like you keep up with who's who based on what sort of like pop culture or like Twitter is talking about. And Shake was huge, yes. like what, a year and a half ago, two years ago for being yeah. like a misogynistic dickhead. But it's so funny watching him play off of actual like reality Real TV villains? villains because it's like, yes. oh, he's just a guy. Yes, like, yes. He's just a guy. Like, he's just an asshole guy, but he's not, like, good for villainy. No. <laughs> he doesn't like, have Like, I am him. yelling at him at my screen, like, you are the biggest idiot the first ten minutes in. First of all, by not agreeing with Omarosa. Yeah. You don't know who Omarosa is. You agree with yeah. her even though you may not. Like, you are not swearing your life to her. Right. You're fine. <laughs> like, like, lie to her. <laughs> and then... If she had stayed... I really truly feel like Amarusa ruined her life by trying to hitch her wagon to Donald Trump's horse. Because she's actually so funny on the show, but I hate her. Yes. 100%. And, like, I absolutely, like, get, like trying to strike the best deal for you and yes the white house was a lucrative probably a lucrative deal for her like she probably wasn't doing anything at that time it was covid no money's coming in donald yeah. trump calls you sorry my dogs are deciding to bark at this very moment when i'm having a passionate rant of why she chose that bad decision not defending her i'm just saying like she is the, yeah. the she knows her brand she's leaning into the villain sure yeah, but she's, she's just a horrible like, person she's great okay this is my favorite thing about house of villains 
the way that they've lit the uh, confessional yes. scenes where they're sitting in that giant chair and the yes. lighting is so <laughs> evil layer. I love it so yes. much. Every single time we cut to a confessional, I'm like, oh, that person's the producer, Like the lighting. So messy. I love it. They're incredible. I love it so yeah. much. The, the producers are incredible. It's so meta. Joel McHale could not be a better host for it. It's like truly uh, some of the most fun TV I've watched in a while. Yes. yes. I think part of it is that they're not afraid to be villains. Like when I'm watching Drag Race, right. there are the cast knows that people on Twitter watch them and how they come across on social media. So they're afraid to be cast as a villain because they know that heat is coming for them and they're afraid to like piss off their money, right? right? Casting, 100%. casting villains who know that's their brand and they are willing to 100% lean into it and don't give any fucks at all is just like, yes, right. be it's messy, be chaotic. So, so good. good. I love, I don't remember her name, but the woman oh, from Tanisha, Bad Girls Tanisha, Club, which I've I think only watched like, yeah, Tanisha, Tanisha. She is like a yes. kind, loving uh-huh. person. She's like the mom of the house somehow, but she's also so good at recognizing yes. where she needs to be. Did you see that she moved back into the boys' room after she tried to room with Omarosa? They are for sure working in the background because Omarosa's like, I need to know what's going on in that room and you're my plant in there. Like, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's also just so good because I think the actual, like, I watch a lot of competition reality shows. Uh It's something that Nathan and I really like doing together. Um, And also the screaming reality shows literally increase my anxiety to the point where I start, like, picking fights with people I love if I watch too much of them. It's just as good for me. Um, but anyway, so I love the format where they basically did one elimination after three yes. episodes. Like they're not whipping right. through them. It's like they do the main challenge. Someone gets an uh someone wins and becomes whatever. What did the they head call of, them? The head of the supervillain. Super yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The supervillain. Then the supervillain nominates three people to be eliminated. Then they do another competition uh-huh. to have one of those three people become safe from elimination. And then they yes. do a vote. And throughout five episodes, they had two yeah. eliminations. And I just think that the the activities uh-huh. are so creative. And I just feel like it's a really good, like, I guess, strike yeah. content. I'm sure that they created it because of the oh, actor sure. strike. Unless it's been, you know, in the works forever. But you know, reality TV sometimes gets really stupid. And this, I just think is really smart. And I could see it going on longer because I feel like a lot of other, like with Drag Race, even there's a lot of other competition reality show people who were like, maybe this isn't for me. But then when they see how fun it actually is in execution, maybe they'd be like, oh, wait, actually, absolutely. I'm in. I'm fully in. And I love how the, like, then like so we had like a competition and then the elimination and then immediately went back into another competition where they can't rest and i yeah. like that because it's yeah. unpredictable for the players that they're like oh wait i'm right. not it's not tomorrow that i have to do this i can't like wheel and deal tonight right right we i have, have to, to do, do this right now. now i really yeah. like that and nathan said that he listened to some podcast where johnny bananas was talking about it and he said that basically they recorded for like uh-huh. two weeks period so it's okay. a really short time commitment for the participants, yeah. which I love. And also they were given their phones yes. overnight so they could still be like doing their businesses or whatever. So every night at 10, they'd get their mm-hmm. phones back. They'd give them up at 8 a.m. They'd like have breakfast and everyone would give yeah. up their phones, which I think entices more yes. people to participate yes. because a lot of other competition reality shows are like, okay, so for mm-hmm. six weeks, you have Freeze to everything. not have access yeah. to the outside yeah. world. 
and that's just like not doable but saying we need you for two and a half uh-huh. weeks you can have your phone back each night it's like all of those things make right. so much sense for enticing yeah. participants and i just could see it being something that yeah. happens for yeah. a while and Me i too. love it well i noticed the phone thing because i saw Jax and tiffy tiffany pollock pollard yeah pollock pollock Pollard. Pollard. Yeah. All of a sudden, my brain just like did that last <laughs> New York consonant just went poop. Uh, I know. She and also New York has not aged at no. all in the last. She has years. had a she good plastic surgeon, like or something. Her face. I'm just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how do you look so young still? Because she was in her late yeah, 20s yeah, yeah. when she was on Flavor mm-hmm. of Love, and that was like 2004. I know. <laughs> she looks so good. But they, I saw them both having their phones out, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder how they kept people from like making deals, and maybe it's just like a like a like a promissory sort of note thing. Like I promise not to like. Because, I mean, Johnny Fairplay and Omarosa, they both, like, know each other outside the show. So what's keeping them from texting each other, right? But, like, maybe an honor code or maybe they just check the text messages. I don't know. Or I could totally see them loving that. The producers loving that reveal of, like, wait, you guys haven't even been talking this whole Uh time. How did you create this blindside? And it's like, oh, we've been texting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be so and, fun. Yeah. So I, I anyway, I'm just I'm just thrilled with the format. The entire cast is the whole cast has been great so far. The whole, yeah, it's they've all been so good. Everyone is pulling their weight. Yeah. It's just like, except for Pisa, but that's but also part of the when joke. Joel McHale made the joke of like, wow, that's like the most sixteen words you've ever strung together the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I died. Like. So I think you should go back. I mean, I know you're not a 90 day fiance person, but maybe you will be now that it doesn't ring so true to your own lived experience. Okay. Not, okay. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. Trying to figure out visa stuff. My own 90 day fiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but she, people thought she was a really big asshole. Uh-huh. I think she was just kind of like materialistic yeah. and selfish, but also at one point her shithead fiance was like, you're so greedy. You're so materialistic. And she was basically said, would you want to be with me if I didn't look like this? Yeah. And she made him admit that he was attracted to her because she was so materialistic and like Uh self-centered. And I was like, you go girl, because men always like to tear down women Mm -hmm. when they like are too expensive to maintain or whatever. And she was just like, you, you're doing this too. Right. You wouldn't want to be with me if I didn't look right. like this either. So I have to be this right. way. And I kind of respected it a little well, bit. I, I kind no, of was yeah, like, I mean, like she, you go, girl. I mean, he could have dumped her. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't do it. Right. He would have said, oh, so sorry, I, think I can't it's, afford but it. it is, you know. Yeah, exactly. But it is so interesting to see the dynamic between people who are part of competition reality shows versus people who weren't. Like, Jax Taylor is the... I mean, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No one's going to watch this, but we want you to. We want you to. You'll you'll know by the edit, just to be honest. (laughs) The edit was so obvious. Yeah, exactly. I know, that's true. They gave him so much time at the beginning, too, which is, like, not a great sign. But Jax Taylor was the first one gone, and I thought that made total sense because he hasn't ever done competition reality shows before. So he only knows how to interact with people, like, socially. Yeah. He doesn't know how to do it as part of gameplay. Uh-huh. And he also was a physical threat, which everyone who watches any reality TV game show knows is like one of the things people are on the lookout for yeah. like oh you're a strong person that i think i wouldn't be able to beat necessarily and also you're a total fucking sucker right like he's too friendly yes. to be honest and he's like an actual asshole yeah. and that's why I, th- I think part of it was he was trying to redo his image in certain ways so he was holding back right. until he got drunk in the jacuzzi and then <laughs> then his mouth came out 
But like, right. I, but I think also like Johnny Bananas is very physical. Like, of course, like the shirt off. Like he has like a like a six pack underneath his like little dad bod going on. Like yeah, he's a very yeah. physically very like challenging person that would absolutely like yeah. beat everybody else. I think, but he also knows yeah, how to rein totally. it in. But he's trying to play low. He knows how to yeah. hold back, and he's trying to pull it back right now because yeah. he doesn't want to come out guns blazing yeah. and like be the anyway. Uh, I feel like maybe we should talk about tarot. No. <laughs> Although I could talk about this I know, I know, for I know, another I know, hour. I just looked at our time clock and I'm like, okay, we've been recording for 20 minutes. And it's mostly my dogs barking <laughs> in the background, so. Because everyone in the grandma keeps... Do you want to grab them? Well, it's just that everyone keeps driving okay? by, so it's not going to make a difference whether they're inside or outside, so. Inside or outside, yeah, yeah that's so. fair. <laughs> it's, just, it's just people, stop. <laughs> just go away. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, watch it. And then also bear with me this episode because I did lose my voice completely last week and it's just starting to come back. Mm. I don't know if I was, I thought I was sick, but then I went to a park like when I was feeling a little bit Uh better with Sarah and Mara and the wind was blowing and I could literally see like plumes of pollen coming Mm. off of trees. So I think that it was both a cold and also like really bad allergies as the wind has picked up. It's supposed to rain later this week, so hopefully that'll help. But I like literally didn't have a voice for like three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Alex. I also think, and we can cut this out too, but I think this might be the second to last episode of this season just because of timing and holiday stuff. Yeah. 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 And also just, yeah, work stuff. And then now you're working again, and your work is like making you do crazy hours, and my work is making me need to go to sleep right after I get home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We needed we needed a rest Happy winter, registration so. season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but here's another fun, one other non-tarot thing. One of my former students has gotten, like, really huge on social media. I think that oh. I told you about him. Uh-huh. His name is Jordan. He was one of my students, like, in my current job years and years ago. And he uh, has like 11.3 million TikTok followers. It's really wild. And yesterday he was on Jake Johnson's, Uh uh, Jake Johnson and Gareth from The Dollops. Uh They have an advice podcast. Oh, okay. He was on their freaking podcast. Oh, wow. Why? Isn't that that wild? wild. Like, what does he do? Because he... On social media. So he's just doing social media. But I think Jake Johnson just thinks he's really funny. And so he invited him to be on this podcast. Isn't that wild? That is so wild. I'm going to yell at the dogs. So I'm feeling really proud of him. Oh, yeah. Go yell at the dogs. (laughs) I don't think I can keep talking about that, but go yell at the dogs. Oh, she's just. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, the dogs. There's a healthcare worker for my grandma walking in, and she probably heard me screaming at the dogs. She was like, (laughs) (laughs) I hope everyone's okay out there. It's fine. Yeah. You're like, what are they doing? I've come to just keeps jumping in and out. So that's, that. it's fine. It's just going to happen. She's just got a lot of feelings, Esther. And it's she is really a true Scorpio. So she's in her that. season. So. Oh yeah. Her powers are very high right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think we're good though. Okay. All right. So. Oh, I'm going to pick episode. the card of the day. So I, yeah, I guess I am. Let's get this ball rolling. Let's talk about some tarot. Uh, we're not reviewing a deck today because we wanted to clear out our inbox. Oh, yes. Of questions before we did our last episode yes. next week or next week and a half, which has kind of been our schedule yes, this fall yes. as we've been. We're trying, trying our best. to get our act together. <laughs> Thank you for understanding <laughs> yeah, exactly. that we're trying our best. 
You, I have to, I keep, and I feel like I'm always making excuses for us and nobody even cares that much or whatever. But I feel like we were so ambitious with thinking that you would move back to the United States and we'd immediately go into a weekly podcast series. Like there wouldn't be any hiccups at all. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We really thought we could do it, but then there's just like, you know, been a couple things. It's like illnesses crazy scheduling weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. And like your internet was so weird for a little bit yeah, exactly. and then it's just been, it was a little bit more chaotic than we expected. Yeah. So we're just like figuring it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Uh, okay. Card of the week. Let's see. Next time I move countries, um... will be different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got daughter of wands, Ooh. which again, in Thea's tarot is the page. Uh, page. Yay. No queen. Oh, queen. Oh, that's interesting. All my cards flew everywhere. Per huge. Yeah, again, this deck is child for page, Amazon for knight, daughter for queen, and mother for uh, king. Oh, look at us getting the queen of wands. Yeah, so the daughter of wands, the queen of wands in this deck indicates honesty and hardworkingness. Oh, <laughs> That's good to know. So it's good I just explained why this fall has been so hard. <laughs> Yay. I nailed oh, it. I got to read the question. Why am I embiggening your video? Okay. Embiggening. <laughs> okay. So this is from just trying to survive this, le- this late capitalist hellscape slash she, her. <laughs> I'm glad the hellscape itself is, has a pronoun of she, her, because I feel like any different pronoun would be horrible for a capitalist hellscape. Uh, let's see. That wasn't part of the name. That was just how I always include pronouns. I know. I just think it's just so funny. It was just really funny that <laughs> the, any capitalist hellscape. <laughs> capitalist hellscape. She. <laughs> okay. So we know that's not true. No, it's not. Uh, so they ask <laughs> lately, I've been very dissatisfied with my job, a nonprofit gig I've been at for over three years. Note, don't mistake nonprofit for meaningful work. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> We've had experience in nonprofits uh, like that. I yes. promise you this is not that. Besides not agreeing with or giving a shit, a, a snit, a shit, a snit about the mandate. A snit. snit. Okay. I think we could assume what she actually okay, meant. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, besides not agreeing with or giving a shit about the mandate, management is a disaster. They vacillate between micromanaging and not managing at all. The culture is a gossipy, toxic shit show. My favorite coworkers keep quitting, and who could blame them? Ugh. And we've been promised changes are coming that will bring more red tape and make everything more difficult for everyone. Phew! I've started looking for other work. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing. This is just... I, I'm very understood. Uh, right now, I have two possibilities that are sending out. One is from a one is a work from home gig that sounds a bit too good to be true, but my friend has been happy there for about a year and says he can hook me up. I think this could be an amazing opportunity, but likely short to medium term, as I can see signs the company may either fold or these j- jobs may go AI. Is this my job? Are you trying to get into my gig here? Because that's where my job is currently <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> uh, even so, it could be a great solution for a while. It pays considerably more than my current gig with the work-from-home element is super appealing. Another is for librarian technical services. It actually pays less than my current gig, but it's something that aligns with my values, and I actually worked casual at the library for a few years and mostly loved it. 
The pay cut would be rough, though. Other opinions are continuing to look for a better fit and staying put and putting up with the nonsense as my current gig. Which of these options would be for my highest good? If the continuing, if the continue to look for something better option wins out, can you give me a hint of what to look for? Okay. Of course. Before we move on, can we... I would like for the listeners to applaud that I got through that without major fuck-ups and saying lots of big words. Okay? There were <laughs> lots of big words. I noted one, but I'm not going to tell you where it is, and you can find it while you're editing. Oh, one one mess up for a word? <laughs> or one, one big word? One mess up. But you're okay. You did such a good job. I gave you a thousand applauses. I tried. I tried one my best. thousand. You nailed it. Thank you. You totally vacillate? nailed it. And I'm making you read two long-ass I feel like I said vacillate questions. correctly. Was it vacillate? No. You said, okay. You okay. said opinions instead of options. <laughs> Oh, options. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That was me reading too fast. Okay, okay, but still. Yeah, that was a long word much. problem. That was just. <laughs> yeah, no, it's still totally fine. Okay, okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to pull for each all three options? Keep. Yeah, looking. I think for all three options, and then if like the keep looking comes up with something, then pull further. Yeah, so we'll just do a vibe check for all three to start with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we gonna try to? Stick the mailman's with one coming, card, so or? that's where they're going crazy. Do you want I'm to gonna do step two. outside, or are you feeling okay? No, they're gonna. Okay. Just, the the mailman's just gonna probably walk up and deliver a box. It's gonna be probably a long process today because that's where we're at with all the dog stuff. <laughs> Mac is still sleeping under the covers, but last night she woke me up four times between like. Well, we did go to sleep pretty early um, because daylight savings time fucks with me so bad. <laughs> But I think between like nine and twelve thirty, she woke me up like four oh times. Oh my gosh, Mac! Yeah. What is the problem, Mackie girl? She's like, we don't go to bed this early, you lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like I'm going to sleep at like eight thirty at night. So. <laughs> well, you are waking up at the like before dawn for work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But still, the dogs, I think they like it because they're like, oh, it's dark outside. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That totally makes sense. All right. So do you want to start with continuing to look or do you want to start with the Yeah, let's start with continuing to look job. because that'll be the, the biggest option for conti- like going on. We can see what it says. Continue okay. to look. Continuing to look. All right. What did you get for continuing to look? I got the Ten of Wands and the Ace of Swords. Okay, and I got the Four of Cups and the Three of Cups. Oh. Okay. The Four of Cups, I mean, the Four of Cups and Ten of Wands is really like, I mean, (laughs) obviously you know you're looking for another job. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like those are really confirming that you're definitely, like, it's going to be difficult and it's still going to not be something that's like necessarily super easy mm-hmm. but the ace of swords means to me is like maybe you'll find the thing that actually does serve you more yeah. uh-huh. if you kind of wait like maybe there's more room for celebration and like excitement and newness yeah. if you do keep looking right now but it is going to be a major drag yeah yeah that's i, I even thought like like even like a self-employment thing sort of like vibe from that because it's like that new idea that new concept that new excitement with other people that kind of align with your ideas you know and support yeah. you in that way 
but it's definitely gonna be like a drag for a, a while. I feel a like. major drag, like exhausting. Yeah. You're gonna feel like you've missed out on something. Yeah, and so that's something to kind of be aware yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just writing this all down because okay. if we're doing four uh, cards for each of them, I know that I'm gonna forget. Okay. Even when we do one or just talk about two things, <laughs> my brain does not retain things unless I'm looking at them. All right. So then what about the work from home job? Yeah. Vibe check for the work from home job. surprised but i got art which is oh uh card 12 is it justice transformation no yeah uh 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 uh, uh, uh temperance that's what it is in uh temperance that's what it is in toth tarot is temperance art is temperance okay yes okay Temperance in the sun, which is oh. really optimistic for something where she doesn't feel that optimistic. Well, about. my cards are also a bit optimistic. What did you get? With the six of wands and the four of swords. Huh. So to be this, I mean, like really positive for even just a short term option. Yeah, I think it's really positive for a short term option. It'll like give you the light at the end of the tunnel people will think you're really good at it it gives you a little bit of a respite with that mm -hmm. four of swords yeah so it's kind of like it's not the most exciting thing necessarily although i'm kind of surprised by the two major arcana cards that i got but maybe it's just, maybe it brings everything <clears> back <throat> into balance kind of like it, you've been at or, such yeah, a chaotic like level you for space. so long that now it's kind of like yeah. you need this like as a alleviation from all that shenanigans Right. And for Thea's Tarot, it says transformation, creative, cosmic change and inner hope. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that paired with the sun is really like, and also the four of swords also yeah. is like giving you a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would give you a lot of space for hoping and figuring out your next steps yeah. without having to like panic because you're making more money. Uh -huh. You know that it's not something you want to do forever. You have this feeling that right. the company might fold, but it will give you the space to really allow yourself to like think about what your greater calling is mm -hmm. and what your greater hopes and dreams right. are because of all of those other yeah. things. And you can and you'll be good at yeah. it. Like it'll be something you're totally fine yeah. at. And you can also like explore that ace of swords, three of cups option that is gonna be slow coming while you're doing it. While you're doing that. Like yeah. you're not tied down or yeah, allegiant totally. to that job like you would feel like a different job. Yeah, I like that a lot. Alright, so then the library job. And I used to work at a library, so I'm I very biased. Like so if bad cards come out, yeah. it's not because of that. Oh, there's my Mac. Hi, little one. She says, I'm awake now. What do you need? <laughs> oh, now I got the Ace of Swords for the library. And the Six of Cups. Well, three cards flew out. The Five of Pentacles, being poor. <laughs> Uh, the Seven of Swords and the Nine of Cups. Yeah, this doesn't seem like as overtly positive. Mm -hmm. But maybe, so I got the Six of Cups and the Ace of Swords. Maybe the library job is something you should be considering finding other ways to pursue something in a similar field while you're doing the work from home job. 
because I yeah. do feel like the Ace of Swords is sort of like what the vibe is that we're looking for yeah. when we're looking for a new job. And if the library could do that, that's great. Uh -huh. The Six of Cups is obviously kind of like, like also like an accomplishment mm -hmm. to me. The Six of Cups always feels very accomplishment based. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you got all three cards that are kind of like, yeah, I got the Nine of Cups, the uh, seven, of seven of Swords, and the Five of, of the Coins, five of whatever pentacles. it was. Pentacles. There we go. Yeah. So I I just feel like it's probably something where it's like maybe doing something in the library field in general yeah. would be a good idea, but I don't know if it's the best next step because it's like... Right. Uh, you know that it would align more closely with things that you're interested in, but also mm -hmm. there's like still going to be a lot of... Maybe, and also, like, I know that we don't like to have the Seven of Swords be about gossip because that yeah. isn't how we read it. But I think if you're leaving a position where there's a lot of toxic gossip, mm -hmm. there might be some feelings of, like, having to be wary of that in this right. library setting also. Yeah. yeah. And so I maybe doing a work like from job and then figuring out. Like that Ace of Swords energy of, like, oh, you know, this may be a passion, this may be something you enjoy, but this is not the right position right now for you. Right, exactly. Not the right time. And then, like, also because you've worked in it in the past, which is, like, where the sort of Six of Cups is also yeah. coming into play. It's, like, explore that more, but maybe not this specific role. Right. Maybe you'd have more opportunities for considering where you actually want to be. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have the openness and freedom that would come with having this job that's, like, pretty well-paying and you know yeah. isn't permanent. It just gives you more yeah. time and more flexibility to, like, think about stuff so i don't know i feel like from these cards the sort of clear-ish answer would be taking the work from home option yeah. and giving yourself that time and space to think and to yeah. breathe and to consider what your ultimate goals might be and that might be something related mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. education yeah. or library science or something but i don't think that the library job is the right one initially right agreed agreed and that this temporary one just keep keep considering that it's going to be temporary expect that it's going to be temporary and yeah. you won't you know get get your coin now put some savings away while you can and just kind of relax into it because i like my current job is on the recommendation from a friend who i currently work with and like if they if they i i if they are a true friend they would not lead you to a place where it's gonna be bad <laughs> like right exactly <laughs> like it'll be fine at You'll the very fine. least it'll be totally fine yeah, yeah yeah i think that that's really critical for sure yeah agreed all right so the, our second question is from anonymous uh and anonymous says hi holly and Esther. i have a kind of a big pitch i'm doing it now <laughs> <laughs> I have kind of a big picture question for you and wanted to know ahead of time. Oh, and wanted to let you. Jesus Christ. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. Let me try to study yourself. From the you're fine. <laughs> I can read. You can. I've done it a thousand times before. So many. All right. I have kind of a big question. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. I have kind of a big picture question for you and wanted to let you know ahead of time that there are some trigger warnings for parental death, cancer, stroke, and heart attack. Thank you for that warning. Currently, my family and I are in a very tough cycle of life. After a two-year battle with cancer, my father passed away in August. He was close with my entire family, both emotionally and physically living only a couple of miles away, so it's been a rough transition for all of us, my elementary school-aged kids included. Mm -hmm. 
Two weeks ago, my father-in-law, who we're also very close with, had a massive stroke and heart attack, and we are most likely looking into long-term care or perhaps hospice moving forward from here. Suffice to say, it's been a lot to handle. My children have also had a lot of medical issues, most of which have been recently resolved, thankfully. And anytime I go through a stressful time in my life, my teeth go to shit, so my dental work slash appointments have been overwhelming. My question is, mm -hmm. how can I better deal with this cycle? I know that it won't last forever and whatever the outcome is with my father-in-law, but I feel like I'm failing at trying to be a good support person for my spouse while trying mm -hmm. to keep life as normal as possible for my children and also not, not drowning in my own grief. The past week, I've also had a hard time not focusing on the upcoming holiday season and how different everything will look for all of us. Any advice the cards might hold would be wonderful. I consider myself an advanced beginner when it comes to tarot, and whenever I try to ask the cards a time frame questions, um, and she says she'll assign swords as days, cups as weeks, wands as months, and pentacles as years, the cards always respond with, we are not doing this with you. Oh, no. <laughs> A moment of levity and a really depressing question. Whenever I ask my cards how I can support my husband through this time, I always get a sex card. Those tarot cards are like, girl, go back to your basics. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's so difficult to go through grief and also like active, mm -hmm. like pre-morning yeah. when somebody's had a really tough medical time while also like looking at the holidays yeah. and I just... Yeah, I have a lot of empathy for you. Yeah. I'm really sorry you're going through all yeah. of that. Yeah, I do like that your cards are like just, just fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. Sometimes that is helpful. Yeah, yeah. you could take it into consideration. Yeah. The cards are giving you that for a reason, but we can definitely mm -hmm. come up with some non non sexy non times sex cards solutions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should maybe Hopefully. we should divide we'll it see. into like non sexy time support, sexy time support, just so it feels seen. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, yeah, so we don't get only sexy so we don't time get only sex cards. All. I'm trying to avoid that <laughs> for anonymous. I think that probably the best bet would be to do like a how to work through this cycle in general mm -hmm. and then go into maybe how to support your children, how, how to, to support, support your spouse, how to support yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I like that breakdown. I think. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like maybe then the cards will behave <laughs> and we can get some useful overarching feelings as well. We're going to not, we're not going to yell at our cards. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Gently, gently. They is tarot. It's not you. That's the problem. It's not you that's the problem. It's just me. All right. So let's do what Anonymous can do to get through this cycle in but general yes. first. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, wow. I got the Queen of Swords and the Emperor. Oh, okay. I accidentally pulled three cards, and it was Judgment, okay. the Page of Pentacles, and the Moon. The Moon. Mm hmm Judgment and the Moon is so interesting <laughs> in this case. Yeah. And also with the Emperor. The just... Emperor, right? And then that Page of Pentacles there. What was the other one other than the emperor? The queen of swords? So overall, queen of swords, emperor, judgment, page of pentacles, and the moon. Okay. 
So I'm getting kind of a, like, be as rational as possible, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't come naturally to you. Right. Lean into structure, lean into sort of like, I guess the ideals of how you see yourself helping people. Mm -hmm. This sounds incredibly exhausting, but I think like allowing yourself to say, I have to just do literally what I can. Mm -hmm. And the moon part is sort of like this unknown, like lean into the unknown, right. lean into knowing that you're not going to have all the answers, but trying to keep as much structure and rationality as you mm -hmm. can while you're mm -hmm. really struggling is sort of the overall way that you're going to get through the cycle. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's not advice that I like to give right. because I feel like both of us are very much like you need to take care of yourself. Uh -huh. But I think in general to get through the cycle, creating systems of structure mm -hmm. and that might even involve like additional help. Maybe the page of pentacles is involving like a new way of thinking about household stuff mm -hmm. or whatever. So maybe that might involve like, asking for help as needed, but the more structure you can create and the more rational thought processes you can put your brain through, mm -hmm. the more you'll be able to get through a period of kind of darkness and unknown. Yeah. I see the, the, the general like feeling I get from this and I don't usually do things based on like vibe checks that I'm getting, but it's definitely like this pro this cycle has to go through this process. There's no way of bypassing yeah. it. Yeah. And there's going to be, to me, also judgment here. I know that it means like a calling, awakening, but I also feel like it's a very chaotic card because so many people are grabbing for your attention. Like, right. And so many things are like oh, calling you. Yeah, I like that. So there, and all of those things don't need to be attended to. And maybe that's the emperor being like, you also need to process what is actually something that needs to be like dealt well, with and right the now queen of swords. and the queen of swords right. or what is, can be like put off till later. That's not like immediately like necessary. Yeah. So even more reason for like a framework structure to be in place for you to be like exactly as right. structured as you can. Right. And then you can cut out. I love that interpretation of the judgment. Cause I was thinking like, like reacting to your calling uh -huh. as being like the person who's in charge of it. But I like the visuals of all of the figures in the judgment card reaching uh -huh. and trying to grab for attention. And then you using the queen of swords energy to say like, this actually doesn't need my attention, right. but this, right. Does. This is not aligned with and kind of making right that decision. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's where the emperor comes into place too. Like this is, this is where our alignment has to be and all the control has to be within this emperor en energy. And then I'll use my uh -huh. queen of swords energy to cut out the stuff that I don't actually need. And I like the idea right. of having the page of pentacles allow you to come up with like, especially maybe with household stuff or job stuff, like creative ways to let somebody help you with those things is uh -huh. helpful also. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. So let's, Pull some cards about how to support Anonymous's children. And then we'll do husband and then we'll do self. Yeah, I think the kids. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. What did you get? I want to know what you got first. Okay. I got the juggler, which is uh, death, I think. The fool? Oh, death. Okay. Yeah. Juggler is death. 
And they say darkness, forward motion from from one realm to another, and then rebirth. Okay. And the Knight of Wands. Okay. Uh, I got the Tower and the Page Ooh. of Wands. Could the wands be Page her kids? Yeah, I could see that because they're so like the different maturity like of the kids, kids elementary yeah. school kids. Not necessarily like yeah, two totally. kids only, but just like just the energy of the kids, like where they're kind of at. Yeah, totally. Because the page would be like you know learning new things and being brand new to the ways, right. and then the night would be a little bit more chaotic and understanding. I feel like the way to support your kids right now is to be like find resources for teaching children about death and uh, transition. Yes. Yeah. And to just be like, I, I know that they're young, they're in elementary school, but I think that the best way to support them is to help them to understand mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. And then if you're also doing the thing of creating the structure, they'll know mm-hmm. that you're safe. Right. And so the more, and there's so many resources for leading kids through grief. Uh-huh, right. And I just feel like the best thing you can do is to not say, I need to protect them uh-huh. from right, this. Right, right. But to instead let them be there and let them be part of the group. Right, right. And so that means teaching them what it means. Mm -hmm. And that means saying, you know, like, we want to make sure that we're being extra tender with dad Mm -hmm. because he's really going through something hard right now. Or, I mean, and you too. I mean, you just lost your dad. Yeah, Like, let your kids understand what that means Mm -hmm. for you and... Like, you don't have to do it alone because, like I said, there's so many resources for it. But I still remember when my dad lost his dad. Mm -hmm. And I was in middle schooler, so I was not even in elementary school. I think that my parents tried to shield a lot of it from us, which Mm -hmm. ended up me being, like, a really bright sixth grader, doing everything in my power to, like, listen behind doors so I could understand what was going on. And that's not what you want here. If you're creating this emperor, queen of swords energy of structure and capability, you don't want your kids to find out about how much you're struggling with Mm -hmm. this or how much your husband is struggling with this by hearing whispers and tenseness. Right. So this is your chance to really say, like, this is what this means, and we're sad, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. This is part of being a human. The best part about being a human is that we get time with the people we love, and the worst part about being a human is that sometimes that time doesn't go as long as we want it to, and it's confusing and awful, but we're here to answer any questions you have. There are so many resources that help with that, and I just feel like letting your kids see how this is all impacting you is the best way you can support them so they're not lost. Yeah, I definitely like I'm coming to the realization that or it my personal like just as an antidote looking back as a child, you know, what's going on in your house, like whether your parents try to hide it or not, they know it and they're going to they're going to even be more sensitive about what they bring to you if they know that you're sensitive in hiding and they'll they're going to internalize that for themselves and like try to protect you as much as they can. Which is so meaningful and so sweet as kids, but they don't need to shoulder that burden either. So in you being authentic and open with them and saying like, you know, mommy's having a hard day today, you know, that's, that's like planting the seeds now for them to be able to also handle things later on in their lives too. Right. Because they'll learn 
they'll learn that you can talk about these yeah. things and you can feel really, really hard things and still mm-hmm. move forward and love each other and yeah. be okay. And I just feel like kids are so much more aware than we oh, give them credit for. Yeah. I'm not saying that Anonymous is like hiding oh, things no, from no, kids no. intentionally, but I do feel like sometimes in an effort to help people cope mm-hmm. in our brains, we're actually cutting them yes. out of the actual thought processes and kids are fucking yeah. smart and they will know yeah. this. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, for me, that tower was luck. like restructuring and going along with the emperor, like restructuring yeah. everything that you've been doing right now. Like reconsider yeah. how you've been approaching things because it's not, it's not that it's not working for the kids, but it's not for their best right now. Well, and also with the temple, with the temple, with the, uh, with the tower, it's like literally tearing down the walls mm-hmm. Like, if you've started creating walls of, I don't want this to be their problem, so we're not going to talk about it in front of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm totally projecting. This could not be the situation at all. But tearing down the walls that you've built Mm -hmm. would also be represented by the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, so then how can Anonymous support her husband? Maybe sexy, maybe not. We'll see. You're going to get the devil. I just know you are. <laughs> okay, I'm trying I'm trying not to think anything. I'm trying my hardest because I'm always the oh, yeah. sex card, so. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. I got the seven of pentacles and the four of wands. Okay. I got temperance and the page of cups. Okay. Page of cups. That's interesting. I'm... So you got the four of wands and the seven of pentacles? Yeah. I I think kind of goes back to creating a, like, home environment that is that safe space. Yeah, I'm also getting a little bit of a vibe of, like, like celebrating all of the hard work that you're not celebrating, but I guess acknowledging uh-huh. all of the hard work yeah. that's been going on, mm-hmm. like, you know, that everything is being kept together. Right. So if the general vibe is that you're trying to create this ultimate structure, obviously you have to do that with your partner. Mm-hmm. And so maybe saying like, look at all of the hard work we put into this and look at how much our home is okay. Mm-hmm. And the Page of Cups can sometimes be... I mean, it's not as sexy as the Knight of Cups. Oh, okay. I think that, like, I think that, like, kind of being a Playful. little bit emotional with each other about everything you've created yeah. together would be fine. And then with Temperance, obviously, like, the default would be something about balance. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the actual visuals and Temperance of, like, pouring from one cup into another cup is really good because of the metaphor that we all use with, like, you can't pour from an empty right, cup, that sort right. of thing. So I feel like pouring into each other's cups mm-hmm. and just trying to acknowledge how much work you're both putting into it. Yeah. And for you to say, like, we are, we're creating our own home life in the way that feels like we're supporting each other mm-hmm. is something that you should be, like, aiming for and then also acknowledging. Yeah. Like, if you're both putting in this empress work and this queen of 
of uh, swords energy mm-hmm. into the situation. Then also being able to look at each other and say, you've done so much and yeah. then have them say, you've also done so much and kind of do the acknowledging of how much effort has been put into mm-hmm. it. Right. And how much energy you're pouring into each other is mm-hmm. really helpful. Yes. Should we leave it in? No, we shouldn't. No, leave no it in. we won't. We Anonymous, won't. you have to reach out to us again. Update to let us, know. us about some things. Please, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to be cryptic for reasons, Ooh. but please reach out to us. <laughs> All right, and then how can Anonymous best support herself? Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I got the freaking devil. <laughs> it wasn't me, but I did get something else. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got the devil and the king of wands. I got okay. I got the king of wands and the knight of swords. So, I mean, the Whoa. big dick energy is very, very. Are you sure that the cards aren't telling you to support your husband in the way that you need to be supported? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Wait, you also got. Sorry, I got Knight got of Swords of and the, the and the King of Wands. Knight of Swords. Oh wow! <laughs> Anonymous, please contact us as yeah. soon as possible. <laughs> like Anonymous, you have one I episode. Mean, it's not like we're trying to withhold stuff, no. but this just seems wild for two random people on the internet to put into the universe for yes. you. So yes. Email us, email us, or you can submit. I mean, we can't really respond if you submit through the question, right. but email us at wildlytarotpodcast at gmail.com, and we're happy to talk to you more about this reading, because yes. I just feel like there's some stuff that, like, two strangers on the internet shouldn't be putting out into the universe for yeah. you, but that you... It, but that's coming through pretty be... strongly for things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime... Creating a really strong structure yes. and considering what you can and can't bring into your life is the best bet. And then support your husband by like reminding yourself and him mm-hmm. about how much you give to each other yeah. and how much you've created together mm-hmm. and support your kids by letting them be part of this, even if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable and like they're sort of destroying right. their innocence in some way. Right. Like death is part of life and there are so many resources mm-hmm. for discussing it. But also email yes, us. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not scary. It's not. Don't be scared. No, don't be scared. It's just there are some privacy things that we don't want to expose, potentially. Yeah, exactly. And may- we could be totally off base, we too. We could. And, and that knows? absolutely. It doesn't feel like No, it, it doesn't. No. But email yes. us. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. All right, Anonymous. Wowza. What a reading. <sighs> I'm going to make my... See, I'm so glad that I write everything down now because now oh, yeah, you can... I can just say for anonymous. anonymous. Yes. And what's today's date? Uh, the 14th of November. Okay. All right. Awesome. And so then we have one more question. Yay. And oh. uh, it's from Helen. Oh, wait. Let me shuffle my Okay. 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 This thing as deck is like... So everything I ever could have wanted it to be. I feel like it's, I'm having this emotional connection with it that I really appreciate. And I'm so glad because I've wanted it for so long. I know. I know. 
I'm so glad. I can't wait to see our front of the podcast, Rachel, and get my copy of it. So, because she has my copy. Oh, that's right. And I told her to give it to me when we see her in person, which who knows when that will when be. When are you doing that? I, was, I know. I was going to say, do you have a plan? Well, I was thinking in wind, like, like this time of year, but then it's also like chaos and holiday parties. So I think... When yeah. we potentially will do a certain trip, I'll just drive through. We can pick you up in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I'll fly into Ohio. Fly into Ohio you specifically. Can pick me up there. <laughs> yeah, there are like three giant airports in that state. I mean, just pick one and we'll go Maybe to just it. Two. Maybe just two. So, anyway, yeah. that was the plan. Anyway, all right. Eventually. Our question is from Helen. How, okay. This is a really oh, a question that I feel like is so relevant to so many people's lives. Oh, you're reading it. I was about to read no, it, it's even okay. though I wrote this outline and specifically chose you. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, okay. I'll Not read. specifically for any reason other than that I talk so much more than you do. Oh. <laughs> I can't and There are reasons up. for that. And they're called Esther Can't Read Properly. Okay. Um. So the question from huh. Helen is, my question is about a friend that I've had since childhood. There is so much shared history between us and our families that I don't want to totally cut her out of my life, but the friendship has become frustrating and it Ugh. feels at times toxic. She is going through a lot and I certainly feel for her and want to, to be there for her. However, just about every conversation we have is about whatever bad thing is on her plate this week. And not only is there no space for anything I might be going through, but it I don't even feel like I'm giving her what she needs. Our coping mechanisms are very Ooh, different. And I often so don't hard. feel like my style of trying to support her is helping her very much. For the last couple of years, I've been I've come away from most interactions with her feeling some sort of combination of stressed, sad, annoyed, and bad about myself for not being a better friend. How can I pull away Oof. without hurting her? I'm honestly not even sure that's the right question to ask. So any advice your decks have on how to handle the situation would be very welcome. This is not advice from the deck. This is the advice from Esther. <laughs> Gray rocking will help a lot with someone like this. And I know that's not yeah. the answer that is comfortable other than like moving away and changing all of your information. Like being a gray rocking friend is not being a bad friend. It's protecting yourself. You don't need to right. always be on call for whatever emergency of the day this person has. So especially if you feel like you're not really giving her what she needs anyway, right. she might just be talking for the sake of talking, in which case gray rocking yes. is totally fine. So we've talked about this yeah. on the podcast before, but if you're not familiar with gray rocking, it's basically like like envisioning yourself as impenetrable. So when someone communicates with you, you don't have to respond. You're just like, yeah, there. You're right. just a gray rock. Right, right. <laughs> and like you don't rise to the emotional occasion. You're just like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And you can leave it at that. Like it's kind of like yeah. giving a response that's not like, oh my gosh, tell me more and kind of igniting excitement Feeding in them. It. Exactly. To keep going. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. And and that way you're acknowledging and you, their pain. You do a really good job of and you protect your peace by doing that a lot. And I think it's very cool. <laughs> I It's just, I just have to do it because otherwise I just care too much about everything, everyone. And it just interrupts everything. It's killer. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. So for cards though, I guess we could just each pull two cards yeah. about how Helen should be handling this situation. Yeah. Just yeah. see what comes up. Mm -hmm. But I do think that gray rocking is like a default. So maybe this could be like outside of gray rocking. Right. In addition to gray rocking or whatever. Right. Because that's like a psychological tool, I guess. Yeah. 
I got two cups cards. Oh. I got the Ace of Cups and the Page of Cups. Oh, interesting. I got the Four of Cups and the Three of Pentacles. So many cup cards. Three of Pentacles is kind of interesting because it's like teamwork, but really there's no emotions involved. Yeah. But then all of the other cards Art. are very emotional. It's like you need a group chat with this person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, you don't need to be the one-on-one -on -one sort of thing is what I'm kind of feeling. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's like bring in some additional people. Do you have a sibling? <laughs> Ace of Cups and Page of Cups is also, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like you've turned over a new leaf and you know yeah. that you don't have the emotional bandwidth for this. Like your emotions are sort of on a new trajectory. You're right, thinking about exactly. things differently. You're starting things anew. And so the Four of Cups is kind of like, I think actually the Four of Cups is a little bit gray rocky, right? Yeah. It's like ignoring. Yeah. Kind of just like being passive about cups. things. Yeah. 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 And then the three of pentacles is, I think, in some ways saying, like, you know, this can't be you. I think because mm -hmm. of the business-like component of yeah. it, it's almost saying, like, like if there's an encouragement of therapy or mm -hmm. somebody where there's, like, a less of an emotional connection that she can mm -hmm. talk to, maybe that would be helpful. So maybe encouraging, reaching out to those sorts of things would be a good strategy. Or you can say, mm -hmm. you know, I'm on a new journey with a therapist like I'm turning over a new leaf I'm having this like ace and page of cups thing for myself and it's been really working for me have you ever considered that and right, I know that right. some people take that really offensively but I do think that maybe if you framed it from like and I don't know Helen maybe it would be a good idea for you to like actually find a therapist or you could just say I've been doing this thing and it's been really mm -hmm. helping me but ultimately saying, like, we need to bring in somebody else who can help you with the feelings you're feeling mm -hmm. can be also really helpful as a component of gray rocking where you have you're not you're not engaging with her where you're amping her up. You're saying, right. Like, you're kind of deferring to other like, people I, to help. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that can be really helpful because a lot of the times, especially if you have really different coping mechanisms and she is going through a lot and you feel like you're not giving her enough, mm -hmm. she probably does need additional help. Oh, which yeah. I know can be really inaccessible for a multitude of reasons, but it's worth exploring because mm -hmm. even if the way that she handles it is by finding like free resources online. Right through like whatever that can still be helpful in some mm -hmm. way shape or form and doesn't rely on you having to be in charge of so much right it just it seems like there's like some burden sharing that needs to happen and kind of finding yeah. a different like either whether it's people or resource they there's something else in the picture needs to help share this burden with you you can't be the only one carrying it Right, exactly. Especially because you already feel like you're not doing enough, and that's a recipe for you feeling worse and worse about yourself. Yes, yes. And it and if she's making you feel like you're not doing enough, that's not great either. Because you cannot be the end right, all for exactly. her. You know, she has to also on her own do carry her own burdens and not just always vomit it on you. So, right. Totally. Yeah. Good luck, Helen. That's yeah, tricky. It is tricky. And this I'm is so a sorry. way less, a way less secretive reading. You don't have to email us. You can if you want to, but. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love I love all reading episodes. I know uh, me too because They're it fun. really lets us like go into some depth. But yeah. also, we did spend twenty minutes talking about House, House of, of Villains. Villains. So yeah. who are we to talk? But we will also be talking but about anyway, it in the Facebook our group. Show. So, uh, so like hit us up on the Facebook group. If you yeah, like exactly. If anyone wants to talk about House of Villains in the Facebook group, we're not opposed. Should to we do it. House of Villains Discord, tarot readings? <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe that's what we do for our final yeah. episode of the season. <laughs> Predict everything before it goes to <laughs> hell in a handbasket. Or how each of them could redeem themselves. <laughs> Although I don't do we want villains to you redeem know. themselves? Who knows? No, we don't. No. We don't want Omarosa uh, yeah, to have exactly. redemption. <laughs> no, that's for damn sure. That We could not be more clear about that. I like villains that are like Tanisha and yes. Tiffany Pollard and Johnny Bananas. Yes, and, agreed. you know, just ones that are like villainous, but ultimately they're doing it with a sense of humor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. Like I said, this is going to be our second to last episode. So next week we will probably not be answering any questions. We'll see how it goes, see what we have going on. But you can always answer, ask us questions by submitting a question on our contact info form um, at wildlytarot.com. And buy our book, The History of Tarot Art. It's available wherever books are sold. And we want to keep it that way. You can look up the images we have of Thea's tarot and the story behind that deck that Holly's been using for the past couple exactly. episodes. Yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast, at Celestial Esther for Esther, and at Holly Enchanted for me. Uh, also join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Discord server, which is linked in the show notes. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. We love you. And Anonymous, please please message us. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, please email us. Okay, bye.